Hello everyone, welcome back to Conservative Christian Talk. I'm your host, David Robinson here, and we'll be continuing on here in just a few moments. Thank you for your time. Alright, hello everyone. Welcome back to Conservative Christian. Welcome to our first segment here. Our first segment being a quick word of prayer and then a daily scripture reading. Alright, let's begin. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I thank you for this wonderful day in which we have, Lord, to read from your word. I thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord. Thank you for giving us this wonderful country, Lord. Lord, I pray that you will help us to get it back on track, get it back on our Christian foundation by which this country was founded. And Lord, I pray that you will guide us throughout the rest of the week. And Lord, I pray that you will help me, Lord, to keep my coherence and not get tongue twisted like I usually do, Lord. In your son's holy name we pray. Amen. All right, so today's scripture reading is found over here in the book of 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles chapter 7 and verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now, this verse is written to the Jews. It's talking to Israel. That This verse is found in the Old Testament, and the Old Testament doctrine is primarily to the Jews. However, there is a great moral application from which we can take from this passage of Scripture that can be applied to us as Christians today. And that is... If we look at the world today, here in 2020, we are going through a lot of hard times. We're going through a lot of trials and struggles with this corona and quarantine and all this stuff. And everywhere we look, we see that sin is abounding. That sin is everywhere you look. We see more weed and pot shops everywhere. We, we're seeing um, people dressed immodestly. We're seeing more and more... Uh, drunkards, we're seeing more crime, we're seeing crime rise up with each passing day, despite all those gun control laws that we are getting, and Dora will be uh, discussing that later on, but this segment is going to be primarily about this one particular Bible verse. And we could take from this passage that if we as Christians got together and all prayed to God and praying for his healing in this land, we would see it. The reason why we're not seeing it is because so few Christians are actually praying that we will have revival in this land. And all the ones who are praying, and they're just saying the words. They're just saying words. They're not really seeking uh, help from God. They're not really seeking God's healing in this land. They just accept things as how they are, and then they go to bed at night and just pray, Dear Lord, please uh, help us, guide us, direct our path. Lord, I pray that you will uh, heal our land, send revival to our land. They're not, they're just saying them. They're not really seeking after that healing in this land. They're not really seeking after God's help or God's guidance, or they're not really praying that God would send revival to America again, like he has countless times before, and not just to America, but to other nations as well. Now, look, I'm 
going to be completely honest with you guys. I am speaking to the choir here myself. I really am. I am... Well, there's no easy way to put it, so I'm going to say it as best I can. I, David Robinson, am not perfect. I'm not. I'm a sinner, just the same as you guys, and I go through the motions too sometimes. I know that lately I've been going through that same motion, like I've just been praying without really seeking, and that's something I struggle with too. But if we as Christians all set aside the time to pray that God would send revival to this land and really prayed for it and really sought it out, really sought for his face, just came to him as, just go to Christ as David did in Psalms 51 with a broken and contrite heart, a broken spirit, and just pray to him and ask him to send revival into this land, we would get it. We would get revival in this land by tomorrow morning. I mean, with God, all things are possible. There's nothing too hard for him. God can do it. The problem is, are we willing? Are we ready? Are we really seeking after him? Are we humbly going before God? Some Christians, when they go to pray, they just pray. Um, they pray vain words. They're just praying because that's what they were taught. They were, they're just saying a bunch of words. They're just repeating things. Or they're just going to him in pride and saying, Lord, give me a million dollars. Bless me today. Bless me. Instead of going to him humbly and at making the request known unto him and just saying, Lord, I need you. Here's what I'm struggling with. Here's what my country is struggling with. Lord, I know that you've done so many wonderful things for us. And I can't ask for any more because you've already done so much. But I need this, Lord. Lord, you know what's best for my life. I pray that your will be done. Amen. You know, you know just something along those lines. But we don't see that today. Last night, um, we, on May 3rd, last night... A good dear brother of mine in at Cornerstone Baptist Church uh, preached a message on sticking to the stuff. And what he meant by that is staying faithful in trying times. Staying faithful. And he covered a lot of the heroes of the faith found there in Hebrews 11. And as he was going on, he was talking about us having to remain faithful in the things that God has called us to do. That God has commanded us to do. And... Most Christians today, when trials come, they they don't remain faithful to those things. They don't remain, remain faithful to their prayer life. They don't remain faithful to reading God's Word or going to church or um, fulfilling the Great Commission. We don't see that faithfulness anymore. Because Christians today have become lukewarm, they've become cold-hearted, and they've stopped seeking after the Lord. Stop seeking after him. There's really no easy way to put it. And uh, like I said, I'm preaching to the choir here. I've, I am guilty of this just the same as anyone else, if not more so. But we need to get back into being faithful for God. And I'll close the segment with this, with this little thought here about 2020. 2020 is a great platform that we have, that we as Christians have been provided. We have been given a wonderful opportunity here 
to lay out the groundworks for a great awakening. I'm talking about a third great awakening here in America, and if not, and not just in America, but throughout the rest of the world. And we'll cover that in a late in the next segment. Thank you guys for your time. God bless. All right, everyone. Welcome back to Conservative Christian. I'm David Aaron here, coming to you guys with another segment. About the last segment. I would like to apologize that it did turn into a little bit of a tangent there at the end. Uh, that was not my intention, but I just wanted to let you guys know that occasionally this will happen. Now, it won't happen all the time, but sometimes it will, and this gives you guys a better chance to know me a little more. Anyway, let's go. Let's continue on here. Uh, let's talk about what I said this segment was going to be about, and that is 2020 being the perfect platform for us as Christians to spread the gospel. Now, let me tell you why. Okay, so at the start of the year, 2020 was, for my church, it was going to be the theme of this year. It's going to be 2020 vision, getting our focus set on heavenly things, getting our focus set on Christ, and fulfilling the Great Commission. That was our plan. That was our goal. That was what we were going to do. However, there's always a however, the corona came to the U.S. and it ruined a lot of stuff. People are now being quarantined. For a while, our church could have no more than 10 people, and then it turned down to five because of how much people were afraid of this coronavirus. And we'll be discussing corona in a future podcast for sure, and discussing the media hype over it, but people are afraid, and they're afraid to go out in public, and they're isolating themselves, they are buying up all this toilet paper and stuff, and they're just, for the first time in most people's lives, they're actually faced with uncertainty. And with that uncertainty, there is a lot of fear and there is a lot of just unease. And so what are they doing? People are now looking for hope. People are looking for hope, especially lost people. They are looking for some kind of assurance that in the end, things are going to get better. Now, when our church for the past couple of years, ever since Caleb and I, my brother and I, uh, started going to this church, they've had a live stream service. Well, on the live stream, it was typically, before Corona, it would be about 16 to maybe 20 viewers, you know, or people that would just pop on, you know, that would be about it. Well, ever since Corona and quarantine took place, we have been having more and more people on our live stream. In fact, one Sunday we had almost 60 people on our live stream. Now that may not seem like much, but in reality it really is because these people are not just people here local to our church. No, these are people that are commenting from Montana, uh, North, Southern Idaho, uh, we're in northern Idaho part, and we have people commenting from western Washington, North Carolina, South Dakota. We Yesterday, or not yesterday, excuse me, this past Sunday, we had a commenter 
a, a, a viewer on our live stream from India. We had a person watching our church's live stream from India. Now that to me tells me two things. It tells me that there are people out there that the world's population, there are still a lot of professing Christians. Now, I don't know whether they are saved or not, but there are a lot of people in there who are professing to be Christians and they are seeking church. They want to have that fellowship with God. So they went online and they started looking for churches in which they could uh, still hear the gospel message, still hear the Bible being preached to them. And it, it tells me something else. It tells me like what we were talking about earlier, people are looking for hope. People are starting to reevaluate their life and starting to reevaluate what is going on with them. They're starting to um, think about life after death because Corona is dangerous. I'm not saying it's not. And we'll discuss that in a later podcast, but people are terrified and they're terrified of this possible death. And they're starting to look at different stuff. They're starting to, try to get their lives in order. And that's where we as Christians can come in because we as Christians have hope. We have the blessed hope, which is Jesus Christ. And that's why 2020 is the perfect foundation for us to go out there. The perfect uh, launch point for us to really go on out there and into the world and preach the gospel. Cause now people are starting to be uh, acceptive of it. They're starting to be more uh, willing to listen. They're starting to seek after what gives us as Christians hope. They're, they're looking and they're seeking and we have what they are seeking for. So let us use 2020 to further bring about the gospel, to further preach the gospel, to spread it farther into the world. Now, it's true that you and I, we cannot go out there like we used to and knock on doors and just simply have a good old fashioned soul winning. But there are plenty of other opportunities available to us. Some churches I know who were against live stream actually started doing live stream because they saw the benefit of it in this time. We as Christians, I have a friend who every Sunday he always preaches a 20 to 30 minute message. He's always faithful to do that. And he's been doing it for a long time, ever since he surrendered to become a pastor. He has been faithful. And like I said in the last segment, we need to be faithful to do that. We need to use the tools that we have been given. We have been given a many, many wonderful tools over Facebook Live, Instagram Live, even YouTube. And even like platforms like this podcast here on Anchor, we have more opportunities now to spread the gospel than we did several years ago. We have so many tools, so many platforms for us to be preaching and speaking and, and spreading the gospel. And 2020 is actually, I believe God is using Corona and all the trials we're facing here in this year to really uh, reorganize or bring into focus why we as Christians are really here. We're here to preach the gospel. We're here to spread it and make sure that everyone hears it before Christ comes and he's coming again and he's coming to take us out of here. 
And we need to be ready for that. We need to be out there and we need to be spreading the gospel any way we can, whether it be posting a few scripture passages on Facebook, doing a live stream over Instagram or recording someone in your family preaching and posting it on YouTube. Whatever the case may be, we have been given many wonderful opportunities and let us go forth into this year, into the rest of this year with that in mind. Thank you guys for your time. We're going to take a quick break here. God bless. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Conservative Christian. And now it is time for the fun stuff. That is right. You guys have tolerated me talking for two segments, about seven to ten minutes each. And now you guys get to hear the fun stuff, the best stuff, the best part of the podcast, and that is me talking about me, my personal favorite subject. Okay, I'm kidding. I actually don't really like talking about myself, but we're going to go with it, give you guys a little bit of info about the podcast, and give you guys a little bit of info about myself. That way we know each other. Well, you know more about me, and I know the same about you. Pretty much how all my friendships are. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry to any of my friends who are listening to this. I, I, it was a joke. <laughs> okay, I'm going to be completely honest here. Talking with no one around to myself, recording for you guys, is pretty awkward. It, it, it's, it's a strange feeling talking with no one around. No one there to hear you and knowing that someone somewhere out there is going to hear this and be like, who the heck is this kid who thinks he can just talk and lecture and go on and on? But anyway, <laughs> I digress. All right, let's talk about the podcast. This podcast is going to be a weekly thing. I'm going to try to make it a weekly thing. Uh, each podcast is going to have three segments, no more or no less than three, excuse me. Maybe four, depending on how long each segment is. I figured for my first podcast, I figured I'd do three segments and just go with that. I don't know about the upload dates. It will either be Monday morning, Wednesday morning, or sometime Friday afternoon, depending on when I get the time to finish it, finish editing and upload it. Something else is you may see on occasion get two podcasts a week. It just depends on how much free time I get and if something major happens or anything like that or I have a special guest that I can only get on that particular day and I've already gotten, already uploaded a podcast. You know, whatever the case may be, sometimes you will get two, but for the most part, you're only going to get one podcast a week and we're going to go from there and see how it goes. The first segment of each podcast is always going to be a Bible reading, we're going to read the scripture of the day, and then we're going to go on and try to explain a little bit more about that verse and just have like a little devotional and stuff. The second podcast is going to be the main bulk of it. It's going to be me either preaching or talking about something political or something 
major that we all need to be aware of. Now, I know I'm sure I'm going to get some listeners who aren't Christians, and that's okay. Uh, I hope you guys learned something, and I promise you guys I'm not going to badmouth anyone. I'm not going to be, well, at least I'm going to try. I am going to keep my content conservative and clean, which means no cussing, no vulgarness. You know, for any of my friends listening, you guys know me. I think you guys trust me, so we we, we shall see how it goes on from there. All right, that's pretty much it about this podcast. Oh, yeah, so the name of the podcast is Conservative Christian, but I'm not so settled on that name. I like that name, and I want to stick with it, but I did hold a poll on my Instagram account asking a lot of the people there who follow me if... I should change the name and what the name should be. The name options are Conservative Christian, uh, The David Aaron Show, you know, just, you know, just different names in general. And if any of you guys have a name, send them to me and we will see how it goes from there. All right. That now that is it about the podcast. Let's talk about me. Memoir, David A. Robinson. All right, where to begin? Hmm, let's see here. How about this? How about we talk a little bit about me personally? I am 20 years old. My full name is David Aaron Robinson. I was born in Texarkana, Texas. And I am a bit of a dork. I'm a nerd. I'm a huge geek. I love Star Trek. I love sci-fi. I love dogs. My favorite food is... um, Actually, what is my favorite food? Uh, anything Mexican, pretty much. I'm starting to get to that point where I like spicy stuff, and I like it a little bit more. And I just find that it gives you, like, it has a lot of flavor in there, and I just really like that flavor. I want to go into culinary school. I'm looking into it here at the North Idaho Trade School where I live, and hopefully let's see what happens there. Uh, My religious beliefs is I'm a Christian. That is my religion. I'm Christian. Uh, I follow the Baptist doctrines, the fundamentals of them. I am a once saved, always saved kind of guy. I believe that you can't lose your salvation, and we'll discuss that in a future podcast. I have a lot of things that we're going to hopefully be able to discuss here in the near future. Hopefully get some special guests to discuss it with me, some good friends of mine. And we'll just see, you know, how that goes. Um, Religious beliefs, I am a dispensationalist. I believe that though all the Bible was written for us, it wasn't all written to us, you know, stuff like that. Some people would tell you I'm a Ruckmanite. I believe that that is up for debate. I have read some of Dr. Ruckman's books, but I'm not so sure that I would consider myself to be a full-on Ruckmanite or someone who follows him. But I do have great respect for the man, and I do believe that God greatly used him. I am a King James-only guy. I believe in the King James. I love the King James. And every scripture reading we do is going to be straight from the King James Bible. If you guys have a problem with that, that's fine. You and I can agree to disagree. But that's my standard on it. I'm going to stick with the King James. I've studied it out, and that is where my conviction is, and that's where I'm going to stay. 
All right, my political beliefs, everyone's favorite topic of 2020, politics, corona, and what did the president tweet about today? <laughs> Three favorite topics. All right, so anyway, my political beliefs, I am a conservative. I lean towards Republican, but primarily I am conservative. If there was a conservative Democrat who held to my views who was running for president, then I would vote for him. But finding a conservative Democrat that I agree with in the slightest is like a once in a blue moon kind of deal. You will not find them. But I I digress. That That's coming at a later date. I am pro-life. I love children and I love life itself and I believe that every human being, born and unborn, has a right to live unless they do something that puts them on death row. And if they get on death row, then they have to have done something incredibly horrific. I'm pro-life. I am pro-gun. Sometimes you will hear me talk about guns on the podcast. It won't be too much, but on occasion we will discuss it. I support our president. I am looking forward to voting for Donald Trump here in 2020. I am pretty much what you see is what you get. I'm pretty straightforward and open. You're not going to find anything shifty about me. At least I hope you don't. I'm trying my best here not to be shifty with you guys. If I upload something, I'm going to be completely honest with you guys on this podcast. and I'm going to be doing my best here not to confuse or misdirect you guys if I'm not sure I will be up front and tell you I'm not sure I'll look into it uh, let's see here what are the future goals of this podcast well like I said it's going to be a weekly thing and I'm, I'm hoping that I can turn it into a daily thing but we shall see how it goes just keep me in your prayers guys and let's just dive into a couple jokes. All right, so there's an American and a British guy. These guys go back for years. They're best friends. They're old army buddies, all right? Their squad served in the same area, and they both met each other, and they both became really good friends. And they both share a lot of the same views, and, you know, and they're just, they're really good friends. Well, the British guy and the American guy, you know, they live across country, so they're Skype calling and stuff, and they doing their weekly Skype call, and they're just talking and discussing. And One of the things that they like to do is they like to have five-minute debates because they're just that kind of people. They really just like to debate stuff and discuss stuff. The Somehow, the topic of the week for the debate was whose country had the most freedom. The American guy says, in my country, I have so much freedom, I can walk into my president's office Bang on his desk and tell him, Mr. President, I don't like the way you're running my country. The British guy looks at him over the Skype call and he says, I could do that too. American says he can? Yeah, I can. I can walk into my Prime Minister's office, bang on his mahogany desk and tell him, Mr. Prime Minister, I don't like, I say, I don't like the way that American bloke is running his bloody country. All right, how about, how about this one? How about this one? That one was kind of a bad joke. Anywho, let's go on to this one. The Pope. 
And that's how you know it's going to be a, this one's going to be a doozy. All right. So the Pope gets off a plane and it was like um, an eight hour plane ride. So he's pretty tired and he's tired of having people fly him around and drive him around. And he wants to do something for himself today. So he tells his driver, get in the back. I'm driving. Well, after a few minutes of debating it and discussing it, the driver finally yields and hops in the back seat and lets the Pope drive him around. As the Pope's driving, it's, you see, it's been a while since he's driven, and it's a new area, so he didn't know all the speed limits, and he got pulled over by a cop for speeding. The police officer goes up to the window, has him roll it down, and lord and behold, there's the Pope sitting there. Police officer looks at him and says, give me one moment. Uh, he walks back to his police car, calls his chief, and says, hey, chief, um, I pulled this guy over for speeding, and I'm, I'm, I don't feel right about giving him a ticket. He seems very important. The chief tells him, listen, son, it doesn't matter who it is or how important they are. Give them a ticket if they're speeding. The police officer says, sir, I don't think you understand. Whoever this guy is, is so important that he has the Pope driving him around downtown. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it for my jokes. I'm not very, I'm not a very funny guy. I'm going to try to be funny. This third segment, if I forgot to mention, is going to be the humorous part. So thank you guys for waiting around and tolerating the first two segments to get to the content that you guys are probably going to like the most. And that is the funniness, the cheesiness the jokes and so on and so on Alrighty then this brings us to the end of this segment i hope you guys have a good week god bless i'm praying for you and in light of this corona i want you guys to remember stay alive